Welcome back to a Pride edition of Under Our Roof. Yeah, put that volume down because this is what <laughs> and low budget, low lo-fi, lo-fi episode. We're gonna do no cuts if at all possible. I know no edits. That um, theme song was played on Grace's phone. I'm recording on my phone because it is Pride Weekend. It is. We have a lot happening. So much is happening. We are in the throes of it all. We just got back from doing our grocery shopping for what could be our last big pre-Pride Parade Sunday breakfast party in this house. We've hosted this Pride breakfast party for eight years. Well, so we've hosted it since before we lived in this house. Yes. Um, we've always we've lived in West Hollywood for more like 10 years, especially Grace. I was sort of like splitting my time between Berkeley and LA for a few years while I was in law school, but I was down here a lot and I spent my summers here. And yeah, we lived in West Hollywood and hosted a pre-Pride thing for almost 10 years and the six years we've lived in this house we've hosted it yes and it's this might be the last one i know maybe in this house you've been saying that and i agree but i for some reason don't like to dwell on it because i just want to have fun but i don't want to have the pressure of like it's the last time yeah well the other thing that we mentioned when we were coming back from doing our grocery shopping just making sure we have good breakfast items good cocktail options, non-alcoholic options. And you said while we were unloading things in the kitchen, you're like, wow, you know, we really have this down to a science. Our our fridge is not actually that crazy because we really do sort of know what we need to order. So I don't, when I say it could be our last one, I don't say that with any sense of pressure. I kind of say that, ironically, with a sense of pride of like, Mm -hmm. wow, we have really um, been able to put on this event. I mean, that makes it seem like it's more serious than it is. It really is just a drop-in breakfast party. But we've been able to do this and to figure out what works and what doesn't work over the years so that I feel pretty confident that we're able to extend this hospitality for our friends that will come through before the parade tomorrow. And I'm I'm proud of that. You know, that it takes it takes years. It's it definitely has taken time to figure out, for example, that you don't really want to make everyone eggs. Yeah. Things like that. We did like scrambled eggs a couple years. No, you don't want to do that. Also, bagels, bad idea because you have to toast them like one by one unless you have a bigger toaster. We only have a toaster that has two slots in it. So it takes forever. So what we do is biscuits. Mm -hmm. Ugh, love a biscuit. Uh, Fruit, a ton of fruit. We have Bloody Marys and mimosas, both of which can be non-alcoholic. I mean, you can have a nice glass of OJ or some spicy tomato juice in the morning, and then we'll have other beverages options as well. Um, and we have usually some pre-made, like from the store, muffins, that kind of stuff. I'm not trying to make anything like that from scratch on Pride. And I usually cook up like a bunch of bacon for yep. the biscuit and make pimento cheese. Um, and like some honey butter for the biscuits. And everyone can have like some good carbs, little protein, little fat little bite of fruit a you get drink. something in your stomach before heading down to what could be a pretty intense day although we need to be very strategic tomorrow because while we will leave our home and head down to the parade we also need to maintain our stamina and energy because carly ray jepson the one the only my dearest love of of all pop music, I just think she is pop music perfection. If you talk to me for five minutes at a party, there's a good chance I will bring this up with you. I am a Carly Rae truther. 
She is performing at around 10 p.m. that night. So we need to pace ourselves. Yeah, we need to conserve our energy and be able to still go to the show that night, which it's like right down the street from our house, which is nice. But I think we'll probably come back and take a nap um, in between. So that's our day tomorrow. We're super excited. By the time this podcast comes out, we will have already had Pride. And I mean, we'll still have the rest of the month to do other Pride stuff. There's also LA Pride the next yes. weekend. And then it's my birthday and all kinds of gay festivities like that. I mean, June is such a celebration. Oh, I love it. It really is such a celebration. It's the best month of the year. And our best friend, well, our best friend, but my de- my best friend too, Darren, is here. She's not here right now. She's getting her hair braided. But um, it's great to have her in town to celebrate. So it really feels like just this jubilant month yeah that we're getting into it's a special month and so this episode's gonna be pretty short we're just kind of giving like an update on the status of pride in the baldridge house we are pro (laughs) yeah and we're going to give a little preview of what we'll probably talk about next week or the week after which is the ultimatum we do want to do a whole episode feels appropriate given that it's pride month to talk about the queer ultimatum on netflix Y'all recommended that we watch. I was seeing that a few people said Same Lover would be a good song for the show. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, let me let me see what's going on here. We also did finish Love is Blind. And I'm pretty sure the same people that produce Love is Blind have done The Ultimatum. I know they've had a straight couple edition, but that's really none of my business. They did now a queer edition, which is where we have tuned into. And I have got to tell you, I told – because Lizzie was like, let's record an episode – you know, you don't need to do lots of editing, but let's record an episode and then we can talk a little bit about the ultimatum. And I said, listen, if we're going to talk about the ultimatum, this is serious to me. I will not be able to do it without finding clips and putting it into the episode. So we we can just tell you that we will be talking about the ultimatum. But I don't want to touch it until we can get into the nitty gritty because I have opinions and views. Well, you have a lot of thoughts on like the couples and the show, but can we talk a little bit about like our thoughts on having a queer dating show because that's been an elusive thing for a long time and like if we would change anything about the format okay okay i'll hear you out for a long time there's i think been people saying like why hasn't there been a gay bachelor or a queer bachelor or bachelorette or what bachelor x whatever it may be and i agree that would be fun but the problem that comes up is that the contestants may also be interested in each other which isn't something that usually happens in a traditional bachelor that we've had for seasons and seasons and seasons Mm -hmm. because it's like one guy and then a bunch of straight women who might befriend each other they might become enemies but they're probably although maybe not definitely not going to hook up but if the bachelor is a queer person and then all of the contestants are queer also which Mm -hmm. they probably would be then they may be more interested in one another than the actual person, which kind of like messes up the... Well, because they will be spending more time with the yeah. other people in the house. Usually exactly. on a show like The Bachelor, we come to find out that they maybe see The Bachelor three times in the span of a month. Crazy. And that entire time, you're living in a home with potentially, in this scenario, other queer people that you might also naturally strike up a, a curiosity for because you're living with them and getting to know them. Well, and you know everyone's single and right. interested in finding someone. So yeah, it's a recipe for an interesting time, but maybe not a like traditional Bachelor format. And so I kind of get why like it's been hard to crack that. Now they kind of tried to do it with Tila Tequila, which was kind of a disaster. Well, and also Are You the One? Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, they did Are You the One where it was an entire 
an entirely queer season of Are You the One? And each person could have been compatible with anyone in the house. And interesting. I don't, I think I watched like isolated episodes here and there. And I thought it was good, but I couldn't, it didn't br- bring me in. I, I didn't really understand what the, what they, I think they win money if they figure out who their matches are. And yeah, it was just a bunch of, it was all queer people. So, okay. So, cool, if guess. you haven't seen the ultimatum, we will quickly explain the premise of it. So the ultimatum, which Grace said they've had straight seasons or maybe one straight season, and this is a queer season of it, you come in as part of a couple. So unlike Love is Blind or something where you are a single person Mm -hmm. interested in finding love, you come in as a member of a couple, and there's a few different couples that are part of it. And one person in that couple, which I think they've all been together for like at least more than a year. Most of them, it seemed like maybe three, four years. Um None of them are married, and that's important because one person has given the other an ultimatum of, like, I want to get married and kind of move on to the next chapter. Maybe I want to have kids, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Marriage is for me, evidently, and you don't think it's for you or you don't think it's for you with me. Mm -hmm. And so the premise is, like, one person gives the ultimatum. Either we get married or I'm interested in seeing other people. And the other people that they might be seeing are the other people in the couples on the show. So, like, all the couples basically break up. Kind of swingers-y. Kind of, yeah. All the couples, like, open, essentially, at the beginning of the show, and they have all these situations where they mingle. They kind of, like, speed date each other, and then they decide who who is not their original partner they want to go have, like, a trial marriage with. Then they live with this person for three weeks. They don't see their original partner. Three weeks is so long. It's long, yeah. And then they go back to their original partner for like a week. And then after that, they have to say, do I want to marry the person that I came here with? Or do I want to like maybe get engaged to someone that I met here? Or do I want to leave single? And to be honest, I think most of them should leave single. They should all leave single because, okay, we're getting too far into it. But yeah, let don't, me s- yeah, don't get into the nitty gritty because we're waiting to hear the finale and we're waiting to watch the reunion. So we don't know exactly what happens. But at this point in time, with without giving any more context or clips or anything, I, I do think that a lot of these people should probably just be by themselves for a minute. Well, I just think, and this is the last thing I'll say because I know we're saving it for a full episode. But I just think that if you are somebody that's, like, willing to go on a TV show like that, then, like, you can't really be sure about the person that you're with. I don't know. Like, I know that sounds bad. I'd be all ears if somebody in that experience, like, wanted to talk to me about why I'm wrong. But I just feel like... There's something kind of broken in the relationship if you're willing to give them an ultimatum publicly and, like, date other people on TV. I think that the way that production and producers work in reality TV is can be very convincing of people that might otherwise not do something like this. I think the way they find couples um, and the way that they're able to communicate slash manipulate also for the story people – is is part of it and it, we we can't assume that these would be normal uh interactions or like something that a normal that would happen in an uninterrupted life like this is clearly because a Netflix production company has intervened and is like very much pulling strings and that goes into like who they cast and who they how they set up the couples and all of it is very orchestrated so it's hard to I agree with you that it is very bizarre, but I think that when you're kind of in it, you're like so lost in the sauce. I, I you just totally can't can really see, see the forest for the trees. You're like, I'm in Netflix world now because a lot of them have been on TikTok, 
And they filmed the show two years ago, and they're like, wow, this is crazy to watch back something that I went through in 2001. Or, sorry, <laughs> in 2021. Now be, you know, fodder for discussion. Through when I was a child. Something that I went through when I was 12 is now being transmit publicly. We were not 12 in 2021. But some of the people in the show are a bit older than yeah. us. Yeah. Um, or 2001, what yes. did I say? Yeah. Okay. Any other pride stuff you want to talk about? No, but I would just like to encourage everyone to be safe. Um, wear sunscreen if you're going to be outside for a while. Don't forget to hydrate. Uh, keep some Advil nearby if you think that you might be doing some heavy drinking. Make sure that your phone stays charged. These are just, you know, your mom and dad type concerns. I just want to make sure everyone has a really safe time. Hey, here's another thing to remember. Uh, if you see some protesters at your parade, just prioritize the safety of you and the group. And if you feel like really activated by something, um, just evaluate if they're the type of people you want to engage in. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't, but just really try and stay safe and have a really fun time and communicate with each other. Make sure you have a plan of where you can meet if, in case anyone gets lost. Things like this. You just want to take care of each other and take care of yourself. And we will be thinking of, of all of you, all of you dear house guests, and wishing that we could share a toast with you here at the house for this pride celebration. But just know that you are in our hearts, especially this month, especially with everything going on in the world. And look out for yourself and each other. That's the most important thing. Sunscreen too. I couldn't have said any of that better. And I know this is a super short episode. Um, but that's because the next one, we're going to have lots of clips and lots of editing. So much editing. Yes, this is not edited at all. And we have a mile long to-do list before our pride mm -hmm. party tomorrow. So we got to get back to that. But it's so nice talking with you. And we'll see you next week. On, on an episode under. of the podcast that we call Under, under Our, our Roof. roof.